0: Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Sunday Messages. I'm sure some of you are probably expecting the Boundaries episode today, but um, every time I record it, I go on this big, long rant forever and ever and ever. And so to me, I'm like, okay, maybe I should just hold off on that because I keep ranting every time I try to record that topic. So, We're going to do something different today. I'm going to be doing a psychic story time. And I'm just going to tell you about some interesting stories. I'm sure I'll conjure some more up as I continue with this podcast and everything. But for now, I think I'll share a few stories with you guys just about, just for fun, just interesting psychic things that have happened. Maybe you guys might enjoy listening to these. Without further ado, let's get started. Let's see which one do I want to tell you first. Now, let me start out by saying, intuition a lot of the time isn't just getting a visual hit of information, or it's not necessarily a thought. Sometimes it's a profound pull by your body that you just can't help but listen to. And this is what happened to me. And it was 100% my intuition. So I was in Italy with my grandparents. This was years and years ago. In the train station, so if you're, if you've ever been to Europe or if you're in Europe right now, you know, in the train stations, there are the turnstiles when you're exiting the train and you're leaving the platform. And there are a lot of like petty thieves that hang out inside that area to pickpocket people before they leave because once you exit the turnstile you can't come back in. So it's the perfect spot for thieves to sit because as people are leaving they pickpocket, the people don't even realize, and they just walk out. My my grandparents got divorced and so my biological grandf- grandmother married someone who is half Filipino, half Spanish. If you know what I look like, I'm lily white so with blue eyes so we do not look related at all and so when we're walking through this train station and in general I have this weird claustrophobia when I'm like behind people or I feel like I can't get out and so I always like walking in front I don't want to be behind people who walk slow I I don't like being in the back so I'm very much in the front all the time every day throughout the trip and as we were exiting this train station I complete. it was before we exited the turnstile I remember stopping and my grandparents were behind me and I just felt like I need to stop right now And so I waited for both of my grandparents and I let them go in front of me, which is what made it weird is I want to be in front at all times. (laughs) And so I waited for them to go. And my grandfather steps in front of me and I'm behind him. And because we don't we don't look like we're related. No one would suspect that we're together. There was this pickpocket who shoved me out of the way and started talking to my grandfather and I, I looked around the side and he started to put his hand in his pocket right before he was exiting the turnstile. And so then I get all hysterical and that's what they don't want. So they don't want people who are allowed I'm loud. And they don't want people who are going to draw lots of attention. I love to draw lots of attention and to have, to make public scenes. Like, I have absolutely no shame in doing that. So I'm their worst nightmare. Then he stopped everything because he'd been caught by me. And then, like, he started approaching me and was trying to intimidate me and whatnot. Whatever. Then we left the train. But that was quite rattling and quite frightening. But sometimes that's what intuition is. It it wasn't a thought. I didn't know what was going to happen. It's just that my body was like, okay, this is what we're doing. I'm I kind of just let my intuition take the lead on things like that. I don't really question it. I just listen to it. It, Even if it's just a feeling or just a, a pull or like my body is wanting to get in in control in the driver's seat so anyway and it's something where I wasn't consciously paying attention to these pickpockets or would I necessarily be able to spot them if I were just looking at the train station cold but that was a very interesting um experience. So trust your intuition. Trust that pull of your body if you're feeling it really intensely. That one was really intense for me and it ended up, you know, preventing us from being robbed on that trip. Okay, here's another story. This one happened way back when I was a teenager and I was still living with my dad. One of the things that would happen when I would live with my dad is that I would constantly just find other places to stay, other places, places to go other people to be around because he was really he has major addiction issues what I ended up doing was figuring out oh okay I can just go stay at his like girlfriend's apartment instead so I would spend a lot of time there instead of spending time at home I just because you know she would travel a lot and go places and so I'd have her apartment all to myself And one time we were hanging out one night and the apartment wasn't terribly far away from my dad's apartment. It was maybe a 15 minute walk, 20 minute walk max. All of a sudden it was like a massive radio frequency. It was like alarm bells going off. I was like, I need to go home right now, like right this moment. And so she was like, okay, let's go. So I I walk all the way back to my the other apartment, my dad's apartment. And as soon as I walk in, there there is this older couple who walks down the stairs and they say, you know, what is that burning smell? I immediately am like, fuck me. So I run up into the apartment. It's completely the smoke is black, you can't see a foot in front of your face. It is just thick black smoke in the apartment. N- not any major source of fire from what I can see, but then I walk into the kitchen and there is an entire box of pizza that was left on broil in the oven. So then I I take that out, I turn the oven off. And my dad was in the bathtub and it was, he had already flooded that apartment on several occasions because he goes unconscious in the bathtub and is. My dad was, he had passed out in the bathtub and I mean it was brimming his nose. Like it was near overflow. He easily would have drowned. Easily. Easily. That was a really massive intuitive hit that I just had to follow and so anyone who's had an experience like that I'm like that is not just a coincidence there is no reason why I should have felt with such conviction that I needed to go home right that second and it felt like an emergency so if you have had that feeling it's like no that's 100% intuition it's not just a coincidence. It's not just like, oh, you know, it's, it's a miracle that we walked in. It's like, no, I just got the intuitive hit and I followed it. That's it. So <laughs> for me, I don't, I don't think it was like a miracle or anything, I guess. I think it was just an intuitive hit. He, however, d- did receive a miracle. Yes, thank God I walked in at that time. Otherwise, he would be dead. Okay, let's move on to another one. Okay, here's another example. And this one, I I am kind of annoyed when I have dreams like this, because I have really vivid dreams all the time. It's a regular thing for me. It's kind of irritating, especially when I get premonitions. I hate it. Honestly, I do not like it because there's a lot that I can't control, a lot that I simply, like, there's nothing to do with it. I'm like, why even bother with this information? And I don't have as much control over it when I sleep. I have a lot of control over it during the day. But when I sleep, I don't. So one time I just woke up and I I was like, you know what? I need to look up this friend from elementary school. And it was just this guy that I had spent, like, fourth and fifth grade going to school with and was a brief 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 part of my childhood so anyway i look him up online and he had just passed away from a motorcycle accident so it's like that that type of information and that stuff it's an intuitive hit but it's also kind of irritating when you have things like that happen in your dreams i've had premonitions about all sorts of things that are absolutely irrelevant, in my opinion, just like nonsense information like this. This wasn't somebody that I was close to. This wasn't somebody who was a profound part of my life. It's just somebody where I got this ping, oh, I need to check on this person and he ended up being dead. So so this is a, uh, this is a really weird one. This was like four years ago, I think. I was online dating and when you're online dating they usually have like you know you can send each other messages and you can chat and see when the person is online and then you can you know uh be in like real time conversations with them if you're unfamiliar with online dating it's not like email format it's like chat format. And so you can see they're online. You can see when they're typing. You can see, you know, all of that stuff. So I was actively talking to this person. We're in a chat conversation. One of the things he ended up asking me during that conversation was, I've been to 47 of the 50 U.S. states. Can you guess which three states I haven't been to yet? So I was like, "Okay, sure, I'll guess. And so I got out a list of the 50 U.S. states and I took a pendulum and I started just checking yeses and nos for which states he had or hadn't been to. And so I I picked out the three that I got a no for and I, I wrote them to him. I said, okay, these are the three that I am guessing you didn't go to. And he blocked me. He blocked me in the moment. Because I guessed these three states and I think I was right. And I think I scared him, which is pretty normal. As I scare a lot of people sometimes, you know, and so especially around stuff like that, that was I found it to be hilarious. But I also don't understand why he didn't ask. Like, why didn't you ask me or... I don't know like hey how did you know that wow you're dead on I don't know why he didn't give me any feedback on it he just blocked me I guess it was that scary but anyway that was a pretty wild one for me because I have no other conclusion but to guess that I was right I mean if I was wrong then he would just correct it and say no I haven't been there yet or I have I've already been there so yeah that was that was pretty interesting in my opinion one more this was I think this was the timeline that I was the most proud of doing because it's so random and I can't believe that I read this far out but I remember it was March and my best friend had broke up with her boyfriend a few months prior and so she was like hey you know I haven't seen him in a long time and I I was wondering if you could read she wasn't looking to like get back with him or anything but she was wondering if she could if she would have an opportunity to see him again and so or if she would because it she was living in kind of a small area and so there was a risk of her seeing him and so I did this timeline this is in March And I read out, I think through the end of the year, and I said, oh, it looks like there's some sort of gathering or something social going on in October that I think you'll get an opportunity to see him in October. Flash forward to October, his father, my best friend's ex's father passed away and my best friend was invited to the funeral by her ex's sister oh man, (laughs) like that, that was probably the craziest timeline that I've ever put together just because it was one dead on. And I even got the context right. And I got the timing right. And it's also weird that most of the time when it comes to death, you might not realize it, but the spirit has generally already decided that they're going to leave the planet and so that's what I believe this case was is that the spirit had already decided that far out in advance that they wanted to leave and so that's why I was able to read it accurately is because that decision on an energetic level was already made and so then it ended up manifesting into reality as a result Anyway, she didn't end up going to the funeral and she didn't see her ex, but the opportunity was there. So that's the other thing about this work is that I can read the information, but you may or may not want to take action on that. So she didn't in that case, which was, you know, the right decision for her. But anyway. That's all the stories that I've got for today. I'm keeping this one short. I've been talking quite a lot lately and uh, yeah. So anyway, I'm going to try to figure out how to make that Boundaries episode a bit more concise rather than it just turn into me like getting angry on the podcast because I just, I get really passionate and then I know people hear that as anger when really I'm just passionate about the topic. I'm going to try to figure that out and hopefully that'll be next week's episode but um yeah that's all that's all I've got for today I hope you've enjoyed this episode even though it's a little bit different I maybe you like these stories maybe you don't I'd love to hear from you give me some feedback you can send me a message on Instagram or let me know what your thoughts are if you like these stories if you don't like these stories whatever let me know. Keep me posted. And until next time, have a beautiful week. Don't forget, if you need to work with me, go to onyxhealing.com and I will talk to you all later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.